This is Boston Scott, and you're listening to the Birds Banter Podcast. I'm living in that 21st century, doing something mean to it. Do it better than anybody you ever seen do it. Screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one man should have all that power. The clock's ticking, I just count the hours. Stop tripping, I'm tripping off the power. What's going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to the Emergency Podcast covering the Carson Wentz trade. This is the first time we've done an emergency podcast in a while. And what did I tell you guys yesterday? Yesterday I did the uh, weekly podcast or Bird's Banter, and I said to myself, I know as soon as I record this, put it out there, because I waited two weeks for some Carson Wentz news to come out before I recorded something. Next thing you know, today, this afternoon, Carson Wentz is traded. Actually, I think it was late morning, but Carson Wentz was traded to the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, we're going to cover all of the ramifications about that, my reaction. Um, kind of a shorter podcast today, just an emergency podcast, just to get my ideas out there, share everything with you guys, cover everything, and just give you a few takes on the situation. So if you're new to the uh, podcast, make sure you follow us on social media, Birds Banter on Twitter, Birds Banter PHL on Instagram. I'm your host, Matt Loopy. Thank you so much for joining, for the support, and we're going to get right to it. All right, first things first, when the news broke, it was Carson Wentz was going to be traded to the Colts. In return, the Eagles were getting a 2021 third-round pick and a 2022 conditional second-round pick. Um, The news about the conditional pick kind of came out like 10 minutes later at first. Um, I'll go over my first initial reactions in a minute, but um, I was kind of disappointed that it was a second-round pick. But um, obviously, we know now it is a conditional second-round pick. And what that means is if Carson Wentz in 2021 plays 75% or more snaps or 70% of snaps and the Colts make the playoffs, that pick will turn into a first-round pick. So the Eagles, granted that Carson Wentz stays healthy or plays well enough that he's not going to get benched for half of the year or a quarter of the year like he did in 2020. Um, In 2020, even with Jalen Hurts playing four or five games, Carson Wentz did have 62% of snaps. So puts into perspective, he did have over 70% of snaps even when he was hurt in 2017. So if he can get through 12 games, the Eagles will get a first-round pick next year, which would be very, very helpful. Um, Obviously, the fan base, the Eagles organization as a whole, the objective of this trade was to get that first-round pick. Obviously, the Eagles couldn't get that straight up, so uh, we're going to cover that a little bit, how this is a win-win for both sides. But um, obviously, we also see that the Eagles are taking over $30 million in dead cap. That's the most dead cap in NFL history. You can see that Carson Wentz definitely wanted out. The Eagles did not want him anymore in the organization if you're going to take on $30 million in dead cap. Um, We have yet to see if there's any sort of restructure or anything, but as far as I know, they're taking on all $30 million of that dead cap space, which is definitely going to hurt them financially. But the Eagles and Wentz were in a situation where a trade had to happen. It was necessary. Uh, We've had news about this for weeks now. It was kind of a surprise still to finally see it happen, but we all knew this was coming. Um, The financial part, the money part, it'll all work itself out. First priority, get Wentz out, give him an opportunity to succeed somewhere else, and then move on with somebody else at the quarterback position. Another interesting nugget of information. um, So last podcast that I did yesterday, actually, my prediction was that Carson Wentz was going to go to the Bears. I thought this because the Bears were rumored to be interested, and I thought personally that 
Um, although Frank Reich does have the connection with Carson Wentz and there are some ties there with the Colts, I kind of expected that Frank Reich saw Carson Wentz on tape and he's thinking this is drastically different from what I saw in 2017. And I don't know if I can bring him back to that type of uh, talent. So I think the Bears were going to be the prime candidate. Actually, today, after the trade happened, Jay Glazer reported that the Bears were not interested. There was some interest, but they never made an official offer to the Eagles. It was the Colts the entire time. So before we go on and say um, how he's a terrible GM and the Eagles got fleeced for this trade, you know, there was only one team involved. Number one, you have to trade Carson Wentz no matter what. Even if it was for a second-round pick straight up, it had to happen. Second of all, if there's only one team involved, you don't have any leverage. Yeah, it would be great if the Broncos were calling, the Raiders, other teams that I mentioned previously, and actually giving offers to the Eagles. But if there were no other offers, the Eagles were kind of stuck um, with the Colts offer. And you can't be too greedy because the Colts can just back out and then do something else. They can either trade for a different quarterback, trade up in the draft, or just draft somebody at pick 21, which they have currently in the 2021 draft. So they were not in the best situation. Um, really, like I said, priority was just unloading Carson Wentz as quickly as possible. So I was just sitting down, you know, on my phone, news breaks. And although we've seen rumors for weeks now, I didn't really expect when it was going to happen. Um, you know, we, we say every day, like, oh, is today going to be the day Carson Wentz is traded? And then it finally happens. And it's like, wow, that's a shock. Like it finally hit me. Carson Wentz is not going to be with the Eagles anymore. He spent five years here. He was drafted in 2016, supposedly going to be the franchise quarterback. I would say about 80%, 90% of the Eagles fan base has his jersey. Everyone believed in Carson Wentz. Um, a lot of people still had his back even after some bad injuries in 17 and 18. 2019, he really you know, found a lot of, uh, a lot of success with not very good players on the field. And in 2020, everything just fell apart. A lot of people turn their backs on Carson Wentz, but you can't just base that uh, that final year off of all the other four years that he was um, very good for the most part. So my first reaction was obviously shock. Like, wow, Carson Wentz is actually gone. He is not going to be in an Eagles uniform. You see the jersey swaps. Personally, I think he looks awful in blue. I mean, I'll root for him, but um, I mean, obviously not going to be a Colts fan. I think that's kind of ridiculous and kind of weird that people are just like oh I'm I'm a Colts fan now like no like that's not how fan bases should be one one player is not gonna make you switch your fan base but whatever I mean it shows that people are just bandwagon fans after the Eagles won the Super Bowl but that's a different conversation um so you know um shocked didn't really think he looks good in the uniform obviously that's not really um anything special there but um I also thought the Eagles got fleeced right away and then as the day went on, we get some more information. You see that the Bears were not interested, and it's a conditional pick that can turn into a first-round pick next season. I feel better. I think the Eagles got some pretty good value out of Carson Wentz. And like I said, if somebody was calling with just a second-round pick, I think you had to take it. They were in a situation where you have to take whatever offer is on the table. If the Colts were the only team, you know what? So be it. A third and a conditional second didn't look good at the start, but... It looks a lot better now. So I know we all saw this coming. Like the trade was definitely going to happen this offseason. There was absolutely no way, I would say negative percent chance that Carson Wentz was going to be in an Eagles uniform in 2021. Everybody expected him to be 
gone off of the team. It was just a matter of when. They had about a month to do it before he had some more money due to him. So as long as they got it done before mid-March, you know what? It was going to happen. So why does this trade make sense? Well, there's several reasons. Um, First of all, Wentz won it out. It was clear. He made it. He didn't really say it himself. He hasn't spoken ever since he was benched for Jalen Hurts. Um, When he was benched, Jalen was, you know, taking on questions from the media. So ever since the game before that, I forget who they played before the Packers, but after that Packers game, Jalen Hurts was the guy that was speaking to the media every single week. Carson Wentz declined once to speak to the media, and then he never spoke a word after that. No interviews, nothing on social media regarding his, um, you know, football career. It was all just off the field stuff. So, you know, Carson Wentz just obviously was not happy. We saw reports that he wanted out. He preferred the Colts and he needed to go. Honestly, the Eagles did not do him any favors. Um, They did not build a good team around him as far as weapons, offensive line. Both of those were clearly lacking the past couple of seasons. The Eagles also drafted a quarterback in the second round just last year. After Carson Wentz was the first quarterback in NFL history to throw for over 4,000 passing yards and not have a receiver over 500 receiving yards. First quarterback to ever do it. He broke the record for um, most completions in uh, Eagles history in a season, most passing yards. And the next season, Howie and Doug collaborate and they take Jalen Hurts. I was in shock. We're not going to get too deep into that, but um, they take a quarterback when they could have taken offensive lineman, another receiver, whatever it could be to help Carson Wentz out. They didn't do it. And the rest of the draft was mostly defense. They had a couple of receivers, but you got Davion Taylor the next round, Kayvon Wallace the following round. After that, Sean Bradley, Casey Tuhill. It was a lot of defense. Carson Wentz didn't really get the help that he needed in the 2020 draft. All the receivers, in my opinion, were... A pretty big disappointment. Quez Watkins had the most upside. Jalen Rager, I think he's going to come around, but it's not like he was an instant contributor year one in his career. Next, the Colts are quarterback hungry. The Colts are a very good football team. They made the playoffs with Phil Rivers. That is saying a lot. The Phil Rivers, uh, you know, era and Indy was obviously only one year long. They got a decent year out of him. He played better than I expected, but he is still not the quarterback that he had, that he used to be. Um, they could have done so much more damage in the playoffs if they had him. They had a very good competitive game against the Bills in the wild card round with Phil Rivers. So imagine what they can do with a younger quarterback, more mobile, and Carson Wentz. That's why they were all in for a quarterback. They are automatically a playoff team with Carson Wentz. I mean, they already were, but now they can advance even further. Also, why does this trade make sense? There was definitely not a huge market for him. If the Colts were the only team interested, Obviously, he was going to go to the Colts. Howie can't call around wasting time saying, hey, uh, you know what, Mike Mayock, I know you got some problems with your quarterbacks in Las Vegas. You know, you can't really commit to either one. Um, what do you say we just give you the bona fide star that you want in Carson Wentz? If they don't have interest, why are you wasting your time? So that's why I think speed up the transaction, just get him to the Colts. That's where he wants to be. Colts are the only tre- team that wants him in return. So that's why it made sense. Also, why does this make sense? The Eagles are rebuilding. They're not going to go out and trade for a player. They're not going to go Wentz for Darius Leonard straight up. They are a rebuilding team, and they need to stockpile as many picks as possible. So they're getting a third round this year. That's going to help. Um, Obviously, it would be nice to have a day one pick in 2021, 
However, they didn't get that. They got their day two pick. Hopefully they can find somebody. I think they're picking um, the, I forget what overall it is, but um, should be able to get some good talent there in in the third round, maybe get some linebacker help and just go offense round one and two. That's what I would prefer. Um, But also, the conditional is a win-win for both sides. The Colts, number one, low risk, high reward for Carson Wentz. They, if all goes bad, they give up a third round pick this year and a second round pick next year. Yeah, it's some significant draft capital for the Colts, but it's not the worst thing in the world if it doesn't work out. If it does work out, they will give up a first round pick next year. However, if they find the quarterback that they need, that doesn't matter. They have a first round pick still this year, number 21 overall. They can use that to help Carson Wentz, give him another weapon, and if all works out, he plays more than 70% of snaps, they make the playoffs, boom, give off the first-round pick. They would be glad to do that because they're going to be picking in the, the second half of the draft, probably in the late 20s, and they got their quarterback for the next few years. So um, it's a win-win for both sides. The Eagles get their picks, and the Colts get the quarterback that they need. So we're going to take a break from Wentz real quick. Is Hurts the guy now? Personally, I think so. After a small sample size of Jalen Hurts, just watching him, watching the film after the games, I was very impressed with Jalen Hurts. I think he has what it takes to be a starting caliber quarterback in the National Football League. I'm not going to go out and say that he's going to be a pro bowler next year. Um, For all you fantasy football players, I think he's going to be a great option. Get him in the late rounds because he does have that dual threat ability. I think he's somebody that you can snag very late in the draft, and then he's going to blow up and be a QB1 for you. Uh, later in the season but we're not talking about fantasy football right now that's a far long ways away Um, but the biggest question right now regarding Jalen Hurts is does Nick Sirianni believe in him I mentioned yesterday the Eagles have a new head coach it is not up to Jalen Hurts if he's going to be the starter if Nick Sirianni can't believe in him if he doesn't trust him if he can't work with him Jalen Hurts will not be the quarterback after the news broke about Carson Wentz We did get another report from Adam Schefter saying that the Eagles were going to have competition at the quarterback position. They are not completely committing to Jalen Hurts quite yet. Okay, let's digest that information real quick. When everybody sees that, they automatically think the Eagles are taking a quarterback at number six overall. Here's my thoughts on that. If you're going to take a quarterback in the first round, I'm all for it. Because right now you have a new head coach, you're rebuilding, you might as well get it taken care of right now. Because if you let Jalen Hurts have a mediocre year, Sirianni not be pleased with him, you're probably going to be picking, you're probably going to be like a seven-win team. You're going to be picking halfway through the draft in 2021, and you're not going to have so much leeway to go up and get the top guy in the draft. This year, you're picking at number six. If you don't think Jalen Hurts has it, get rid of him, trade him, start fresh. Go up to number two. You got to jump, if you want a quarterback, You have to jump the Jets, and you have to jump the Falcons. The Jets, okay, here's how I envision the first round going. Number one, obviously Trevor Lawrence is going to the Jaguars. Number two, I think it's going to be Zach Wilson to the Jets. Um, Number three is the Dolphins. They don't need a quarterback. Um, They seem like they, the team doesn't seem very sold on Tua, but the organization wants to give them another chance. Number four is the Falcons. They are a team that could definitely be looking for a quarterback, Matt Ryan's getting older. I could see them going multiple different ways, but quarterback is definitely in the realm there. Justin Fields might be off the board by number four. You also have the Panthers. They won a quarterback badly. They were in the Matt Stafford sweepstakes. 
they might trade up in the top five and go get Justin Fields. So all of a sudden, if you're waiting at number six and you really want a quarterback, you're looking at Trey Lance. You're looking at Mac Jones as a far stretch there at number six, but do you really want another North Dakota State quarterback? I mean, no offense to Trey Lance. He's a great quarterback, but we've been down that road. We've tried it. Go get Zach Wilson if you want a quarterback in this draft. So you're going to have to trade up, trade up even more if you want a quarterback. You're going to have to go up to number two, 100%. Um, but Jalen Hurts, I think he's the guy. He's a winner. He's got some experience in year one. He's a great leader, both on the field, off the field. Um, the team just played better all around when he was on the field. Um, they went kind of on a run. I was Obviously, the playoffs were kind of out of reach for them, even in a pretty bad division. But I think the team looked really good um, compared from compared to Carson Wentz to Jalen Hurts. It looked a lot better. And he's on a cheap contract. Yes, the Eagles are eating a lot of dead cap, but the teams that are most successful in the league are the ones that build around quarterbacks on a rookie deal. That's what they are with uh, Jalen Hurts right now. He's got three more years on this rookie deal. Take advantage of it. So right now, if I could speak to the Eagles, I would say, let's start over, okay? Let's learn from our mistakes. Let's build around the quarterback like we forgot to do the last couple of years. Yeah, we the Eagles drafted uh, Miles Sanders, Jalen Rager, but you also missed on a couple of picks. J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, Andre Dillard, guys who were supposed to help the offense significantly are probably not going to be on the team next season. So, in my opinion, round one needs to be offense, whether that is Sewell on offensive line, whether that's Jamar Chase, um, dare I say Kyle Pitts. I'm not sure how my fan base on the Birds Banter podcast really agrees with me right there. I talked about Kyle Pitts quite a bit so far. I'm all for it. I think he's a great athlete. Um, Jalen Waddell, another option, wide receiver from Alabama. Not very sold on Devontae Smith. We'll get into that with a different podcast. But um, round one, I think, needs to be offense. Build around your quarterback. Give him the weapons or the offensive line that he needs. And now in turn, if I was speaking to the Colts right now, if I had Frank Reich, um, Chris Ballard on the phone right now, I'd be saying to them, you got a great quarterback, okay? He has a very good uh, character, both on the field and off the field. Yes, his competitive nature was in question in 2020. Um, the thing that I always talk to you guys about on this podcast was you saw in 2020, Aaron Rodgers had a quarterback behind him drafted in the first round. He went on and played the best season of his entire career, won MVP, made it pretty deep in the playoffs. Then Carson Wentz, quarterback drafted in the second round. He went on to have the worst year of his career, and he got benched. Night and day between the two of them. Carson Wentz, if you want to be a top quarterback in the league, not everything's going to be handed to you. you got to win, scratch, claw, especially now. You're viewed as one of the bottom quarterbacks in the league right now. you got to make it back up to the top. So, do I think he can do it? Yes. But the Colts might need to babysit him a little bit, get him some weapons, commit to him, because the Eagles definitely didn't do that uh, very much so, especially with the Jalen Hurts pick. Um, the Eagles did not do him very, very well when he was with the Eagles as far as weapons that I mentioned a few times so far this podcast. So I kind of understand why he might be um, unhappy with the Eagles, but you got to be competitive still. Um, so hopefully he can regain that competitive nature in Indy. Um, another thing to the Colts, he stayed healthy all of 2020. A big knock on Carson Wentz. All the Carson Wentz haters were always saying that he couldn't finish the season. 2017, ACL. 2018, fractured back. 2020 not, or 2019, knocked out of the playoffs with a concussion on the first drive. He could not finish a season. 
2020, he stayed completely healthy. Yes, he only played 62% of snaps because he was benched, but that is a major upside. He showed health. So 2019, full season, knocked down the playoffs. There was full health in the regular season. 2020, although he was not on the field the entire time, he was healthy um, from all the opportunity that he had. Also, Carson Wentz did have some awful plays, but there were some times where you could see that his old self is in there somewhere. You just got to find it. You need good coaching around him. Thankfully for them, you guys got um, Frank Reich, who got the best out of him in 2017. I think he's an awesome play caller, an awesome coach. I think he's definitely going to help Carson Wentz get back to maybe not an MVP caliber quarterback, but definitely a pro bowler, someone that can make it into the playoffs and give you a chance against every single game um, that you're in, every single team that you're against. Because that's how I viewed Carson Wentz. That my definition of a franchise quarterback is every single time that quarterback is under center, you have the opportunity to beat everyone in the league. In 2020, that was not the case with Carson Wentz. The Eagles went into games, and fans just knew that they were going to lose that game. They were so outmatched. The quarterback was awful. But if you're going to reverse that, get him back on track, Carson Wentz can have that franchise quarterback ability. Um, right now, my opinions on the Colts, I think they have a great running back group. Obviously, they're led by John Taylor. Um, he's quickly becoming one of the best in the game. He was third in the league in rushing yards, I believe. Uh, behind him, Naheem Hines, Jordan Wilkins, they are solid options uh, to rely on. So Carson Wentz is going to rely on the run game pretty heavily. And the Colts just like to do that in general. So I think that's going to help him get his feet wet in Indy and uh, help him advance the offense down the field. Um, I think they, their offensive line is very good. Um you know, the receivers are okay. They just drafted Michael Pittman. I think that's going to help them a lot. But if I was the Colts in the draft, get him one more weapon or beef up your O-line. There's plenty of offensive tackles later in the draft when the Colts are picking. You get a top O-lineman or get him a weapon. Um, so they're going to pick at 21. So you'd be looking at Rashad Bateman. Um, maybe a tight end would be on the board. Kadarius Toney, possibly Terrence Marshall. You can get a pretty good wide receiver um, at 21 to help Carson Wentz out. And if you get him another weapon, if you have success on the O-line, you will have success as a football team. I guarantee it. Carson Wentz can get back to that level. Um, but just a message to you guys, my my Birds Banter fan base, Eagles fans in general. Let's move on, okay? Carson Wentz, thank you so much for everything you did. As an Eagle, honestly, you're my favorite player ever since you were drafted. Um, bought your jersey on your rookie debut when I was at the link against the Browns and you showed a lot of promise every single season it was up and down but um, honestly you were one of the top quarterbacks year in year out except for 2020 so thank you for everything you've done on the field but also off the field you were a huge uh, contributor to our community and um, many communities across the country your AO1 foundation has a huge outreach to everyone just a great person always inspiring and motivating and helping other people and one, um, this is the first time I actually got to see Carson Wentz in person was at the AO1 Foundation softball game. He got some of his teammates together for two or three years, and they had a softball game at Citizens Bank Park. And, you know, the media was there, fans were there, and it was all raising money for his foundation. So he's a great person on and off the field. Um, also, don't hate on Howie Roseman, you know. The Eagles only had one trade suitor for Carson Wentz. He got what he could. Don't hate on Jeffrey Lurie. Don't hate on Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson's fired. Get him out of your mind. Um, it's over with, okay? 
the Carson Wentz era in Philly is over with. Let's hope for the best for who's, whoever is under center in 2021. Hopefully it's Jalen Hurts, but if we got another quarterback, we'll see what happens. All right? Let's hope for the best. Get the Eagles team back on track. Don't switch another fan base. We're not going to do that. This fan base is regarded as one of the strongest in the league. Let's keep it that way. Support the Eagles day in, day out. Thank you guys for listening today. This has been the Bird, Birds Banter Podcast. My name is Matt Loopy. You can follow us on Twitter, Birds Banter, Birds Banter PHL, on Instagram. Go Birds.